Good morning, God morning, great morning. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I hope you're having a blessed morning, a good morning, a God morning. Yeah, anybody join the line? My name is Good morning, bud. Yes, God is good all the time. Thank you for starting our day off. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Top of the morning, everybody. Um, declare victory. Um, happy Friday. God bless everybody. I would like to put in a prayer request um, for my yes, cousin ma'am. James. My cousin James that um, had broke his legs um, that uh, for healing over his body. Um, um, and that's it. And God bless everybody. Declare victory and happy Friday again. Absolutely, your cousin James, and we're gonna turn him over to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's favorite Friday, it's men's day. Uh it's good to hear your voice, good to hear your sound. Come on, let's check in, tap in. Good morning. Good morning, happy Friday. This is Dion. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Yeah, welcome to the Clarion Victory. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, y'all. I'd love to hear your voice. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. This is Camille. Good morning, Camille. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, his beloved Barb. Happy Friday, everyone. God bless. Beloved. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, it's Yvette Marquette. Happy Friday. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Happy Friday as well. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. This is Kayla. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome, welcome to Declaring Victory. Praise God. Glory to God. Yes, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in the heart. I will enter his courts with praise. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome. Anyone else join the line? Welcome to Declaring Victory. Yes, good morning. morning. This is Catherine. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, good morning. Amen, amen. It's good to hear everybody. I love when y'all come in sounding good, full of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and have the love of Jesus Christ in your heart. 
Amen, amen. I am excited. Glad to be in the service one more oh, time. Oh, hey, oh. didn't have to let me live. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. Happy Friday. I love you, brother. Happy Friday. You almost make me break out my washboard because you know I got one. Hallelujah. Good morning. Glad to be in the service. I think everybody can say one more time. We've made the wake up list. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I made it. I made it. it. I'm on it. Hey. (laughs) Hey, good morning. Good morning, brother. It's Moxie. Look, I made it. That's it. I'm excited. That's it. That's it. Happy Happy Friday, everybody. I love God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Man, it didn't make it, but we. Yes, sir. <laughs> but God, <laughs> you gonna get me excited. But God, there it is. I love it. I love it. Um, yes. This is Dee Dee. Can we remember to call out Bubbly this morning just to lift her up? Um, just that. That's Jesus on my heart this morning. If we could just for a healing. Okay, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that was was that yesterday that you called her name up, or was it? Yeah, I did. I always pray for my sister. We talked yesterday for a long time, y'all. She's oh, doing, she's doing good. so just keep her lifted up. Praise God. That's good. Thank you for the update. Yes, Lord. Yeah, there literally is power in the name of Jesus. And we agree together and call on the name. Hallelujah. Power and strength goes that way. Healing, deliverance goes that way. Amen. So we are definitely going to call her name out. Hey, man, well, it's almost our time. Uh, anybody else? Will we get ready to get started? Hey, man, uh, before we move forward, I'd like to ask everybody to put their line on mute so that we can go ahead and proceed. Again, my name is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I am your host. And I want to thank you for joining uh, us here at Declaring Victory. And we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is to edify, to empower, to encourage, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. And keep dialing in during uh, the couple of days of January where our monthly theme is entitled Repentance, where our monthly theme is entitled Repentance, and each declare will focus on the necessity and the value of a lifestyle of repentance and the impact uh, on the advancement of the kingdom of God, and to make sure that you invite a friend uh, so that they can be blessed also. Yes, we always want to invite a friend. Hallelujah. Uh, there is one announcement today, and stay tuned for the next episode of Friday Night Live with Sister Dee Dee Felder, and, uh, and we'll notify us and announce our next gathering so that you are guaranteed and sure to be blessed. Amen. We heard several uh, prayer requests. Uh, The order of the call uh, is uh, prayer and corporate praise uh, brought by our own brother Jeff. Praise the Lord. And the declaration will be brought uh, by uh, Royce. Amen. Again, the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by our own brother Jeff. And the declaration will be brought by brother Royce. Then we will go right into closing comments. 
hosted by our declarer. Amen. And today's scripture, today's scripture, today's scripture. The scripture for today is Revelation 3 and 19. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'm going to ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off. And I now pass the call uh, for our midday. Amen to our own brother, Jeff. Amen. Hear ye him. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God the Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father God, we want to say thank you, Lord God, for this day, Lord God. You woke us up again, Lord God, with our hearts and our minds focused and stayed on you this morning. Glory to your name. Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Father God, we want to say thank you, Lord God, for that sweet slumber last night, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Sleep all through the night, Lord God. But hey, glory to your name. Without any broken rest, Lord God, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, Lord God, with our hearts, Lord God, focused on you, Lord God, for this early morning prayer, Lord God, to give you praise and thanks, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, at the beginning of our day. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for this year and what you have in store for us, Lord God, 2024, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. And this month, Lord God, hallelujah, that we will be focusing, Lord God, on repentance, Lord God. Oh, glory to your name. So much, Lord God, that we have to be grateful for, Lord God. We thank you, yes, Lord God, for our health and, and for our strength, Lord God, and, and for our household, Lord God, and for our children and grandchildren. Yes, Lord God, we thank you for all of those things, Lord God. There is so much that we are grateful for, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, we are thankful and we are grateful for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for snatching us out of the darkness, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord, translating us into the light, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Salvation. Yes, Lord, we are grateful, Lord God. Thank you for the uh, attitude, Lord God, of gratitude. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, uh, 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 for a heart of repentance, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we have repented. Hallelujah, Lord God. We, we have turned, Lord God. Hallelujah, we've turned from our wicked ways, Lord God, and we, hallelujah, we are running toward heaven, Lord God. We are running toward Jesus, Lord God. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. As we give thanks and pray, Lord God, for ourselves, Lord God, we pray for those, Lord God, that are less fortunate than ourselves, Lord God. Lord God, we pray for those that are suffering, Lord God, in their physical body, Lord God. We pray for those, Lord God, that are suffering in their minds, Lord God. Those, Lord God, that have mental illness, Lord God. We are praying for them, Lord God. Lord God, there is so much going on in the world. Hallelujah, Lord God. Today, Lord God, that we must cry out to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. And believe and know that you are in control. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. 
Glory to your name, Lord God. I want to lift up, declare victory to you this morning, Lord God. In every prayer request, Lord God, that was spoken, Lord God, I did not hear because uh, I just joined in on the call this morning, Lord God. But I want to lift up every prayer request to you this morning, Lord God, and we want to say thank you, Lord God, for the answering. Hallelujah, Lord God of each and every prayer request, Lord God. Hey, glory to your name. Lord God, I did hear that we lift up our, your daughter bubbly. Hallelujah, Lord God. We pray your your protection and covering over her, Lord God. Your daughter, hallelujah, Lord God. Strengthen her, Lord God, in her mind, Lord God. Strengthen her, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord, in her physical body, Lord God. Strengthen her, Lord God, in the areas where that you know she needs to be strengthened, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray for this nation, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. The United States of America, Lord God. From the White House, Lord God, on down to the mayor's office, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. We pray for the Bay Area, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. But I want to pray a special prayer, Lord God, and lift up the city of Oak. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lift up the city of Oakland to you, Lord God, and we pray, Lord God, that you dispatch your angels, Lord God, around that city. Hallelujah, Lord God. Cast out every dynamic influence over that city, Lord God, as we lift up the entire bare area, Lord God, the state of California, Lord God. Dispatch your angels. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Rebuke the devourer, Lord God. Rebuke the hallelujah, Lord God. Satan and all his dynamic forces, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. The saints are praying in the city of Oakland, Lord God. Glory to your name. Father God, I lift up my bishop. Hallelujah, Bob Jackson, Lord God, and ask for a gospel, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. The entire hallelujah congregation, every ministry auxiliary, Lord God. Lord God, we're praying for that city, Lord God. The saints are praying, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to win the city, Lord God, for the Lord Jesus Christ, one soul at a time. Hallelujah, Lord God. We Hey, glory to your name. We claim victory, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We Hallelujah. We claim victory, Lord God. Thank you for the power of prayer. Glory to your name. Yes, Lord God. Thank you for the power of prayer, Lord God. And every soul represented here on Declare Victory, Lord God. Every household, Lord God. Lord God, I pray your protection, Lord God, over us. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Our finances, Lord God. Our health, Lord God. Oh, glory to your name. Lord God, I lift up every ministry, hallelujah, connected, hallelujah, to together victory, the, our marriages, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, yes, the our institution of marriage, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, thank you, Lord God, for my beautiful wife, Lord God, glory to your name, bless her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, every marriage, Lord God, all over the United States and the world, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah for the institution of marriage, Lord God. So much we have to be great. Hey, glory to your name. So much we have to be great, Tyler, grateful for, Lord God. So, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, 
for this nation that we have repented, Lord God, and that our, our finances on our money, Lord God, we say that in God we trust, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We pray. I pray, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that this nation, we repent, Lord God, and we return to our first love. In God, we trust, Lord God. Lord God, we pray against wickedness and evil all over the world, Lord God. All of the wars that are taking place over the in the world, Lord God. Lord God, we trust and believe and stand on your holy word and know that you are in control. Hallelujah, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, you are in control. Hallelujah, God. But Lord God, we need discipline, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We pray for discipline. I pray for discipline, Lord God. Help me, Lord God, to take care of your temple, Lord God, my physical body, Lord God, that houses the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Help me, Lord God, to push back my plate, Lord God, to fast and to pray, Lord God. Hallelujah. To change my palate, Lord God, those things that I taste sweet, Lord God, that's not healthy for me. Help me, Lord God. Glory to your name to push back my plate, Lord God. Hallelujah. To do my part, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. To exercise this physical body, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. To push back my plate, Lord God. Oh, those things that are sweet, Lord God. That, oh, taste good but not good for me, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Help me, Lord God, to take care of your temple, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for love, Lord God. Thank you for teaching us, Lord God, to walk in love, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Victory, victory, victory. We, we speak life today, Lord God. Glory to your name. Glory, hallelujah, Lord God. So before I actually declare victory, Lord God, to join in and pray with me, Lord God, collectively and to lift up our name and Lord Savior, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for love, holiness, Lord God, hallelujah, and the willingness, Lord God, to be a witness, hallelujah, to be a witness, hallelujah, Lord God. So I ask that you fill us, Lord God, with a fresh anointing, Lord God, hallelujah, a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost, Lord God, so that we may have power, glory to your name, to be a witness unto you, Lord, hey, glory, that you may draw all men unto you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, hallelujah. So declare victory, come on, and take your phones off for mute, and let's collectively, hallelujah, collectively, Thank you. 
challenging uh, in in my delivery this morning. Um, I I I want to kind of have somewhat of a dialogue or maybe somewhat of a question, but maybe that'll be after I'm going to stay on for the duration of the call, and maybe we can pick up. So if you have questions, uh, um, if you have uh, just anything you want to say, make sure you keep a mental note of it, and we want to definitely uh, dive in, dive in. As I ask the visionary uh, of this great work and great ministry um, via text, I, I, I ask this probing question, uh, and and I must admit, I must admit, I asked with an attitude. I, I asked, I asked with uh, maybe not the most pleasant of speech, of most pleasant of tone, but I asked. Uh, uh, declared victories leader, uh, Sister Dion, I said, uh, what is repentance as a lifestyle? Uh, and maybe you, maybe you had the same question. Maybe, maybe, uh, you want to know, well, uh, the two words repentance and then being bridged or married to uh, as a lifestyle, maybe maybe you found a little uh, uh, trouble in trying to um, make this bridge, if, if you will. And 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 I ask questions, y'all. I ask questions, um, not because I'm nosy, uh, but as a Bible scholar, you have to. Uh, and it's also because I'm curious. Uh, and it's also, I want to know uh, uh, the thrust and how, uh, or the heartbeat and the pulse, if you will, that where this where this thought came from. And so um, I, I got I got some insight, and and all I was really doing was confirming what Holy Spirit placed in my spirit to be able to present to declare victory this morning. And so uh, I believe uh, there is uh, some nuggets here today that we can um, definitely glean in, tap in, and, and utilize uh, as we unpack repentance as a lifestyle. Uh, the word uh, repentance is actual um, a, 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 a process, but uh, the 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 short form repent is a verb or an action word. So we know that uh, a, a, a verb shows demonstration or action. So it, it says that it is to feel or express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. Uh, Look at look at those powerful words to feel or express. Amen. You you can you can repent. You can feel it. It then it's something that you uh, might express, meaning that you might even demonstrate or show sincere regret. Something that that really really has got you bothered. Has got you bothered, or even. Uh, Remorse. You're 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 sorry for what you've done. You're sorry 
for for what you've done and 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 you choose not to stay hallelujah that that's the praise that's the shout you choose not to remain in a state of unrepentance yeah you you choose not to stay um how how you choose not to be remorseful or not to be uh, no longer sorry, if you will. How, however, it, it, it is it is a process. Yeah. It, it's, oh, I'm already, I ain't gave you my text yet, but, but, it's, but it's coming. Bear with me. Understand repentance is a process. So therefore, after I have already repented, I am still, or it is still possible for me to have some regret days later, weeks after, months after, maybe even years, uh, or or have some some deep remorse. Yeah, because it was you who did the infraction towards somebody. I I remember some things that that I've I've done or even said that I'm just like, oh man, where did that come from? I, I I was I, I wasn't supposed to blurt that out like that. Who who even said that? Who who even does that? I, do you hear yourself talking? And I know that it 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 probably came across. Well, it did come across. It did come across wrong. It, it, you see how I preface that statement? It probably uh, probably suggests that it might have or might not. But what accountability says is accountability says that was wrong. And some of us need people to help us be more accountable. Hallelujah. Because if we leave it up to ourselves, we will try to diffuse, we will try to decipher, we'll try to manipulate, we'll try to make it fit our situation. But when Holy Spirit is inside you and it convicts you, it's uh-uh-uh-uh, man of God, uh-uh-uh-uh, woman of God, that ain't right. It, it ain't if I have. You know how <laughs> we we in church and and I guess this is for the religious folk, and 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 we sit there and say, if I have done anything, what you mean if? If you started your statement with that, if you already know you've done something, so why not just start out and say, please forgive me, Hallelujah. That's now putting your boots on and lacing them up and pulling your pants up and saying, hey. I did this thing. I, I might not have done all of this stuff the right way. Amen. But I want to acknowledge, hallelujah, I want to acknowledge my wrong. Let's take the sting out of the devil and letting him put those prefaces like, if I done something, making the person who was offended pick up the blame to make me be accountable for my actions. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. I, I saw I saw uh, yesterday um, while I was on uh, I think I was on TikTok uh, um, or Instagram one of one, one of those platforms and uh, it was a pastor. Hallelujah! It was a pastor on his fiftieth birthday, fiftieth birthday before his congregants and everybody 
called his daughter to the front and publicly, publicly apologized to his daughter because his daughter was a product of wedlock. Oh my God. And he did not care who was going to try to uh, put him in a box. He did not care of who was going to try to, you know, talk about him and hold it. And he made that perfectly clear. And you should see, you could physically see what the Holy Spirit was doing uh, through him to his daughter, giving him, giving her stuff he always desired as a young person. You know, uh, as being being a, a PK or or just even being around in the church. Uh, and some of us growing up with having elders in the church, and and we feel or have experienced sometimes that the church came before family. Amen. It came way before family, and so and so now uh uh we've had some we've got some regret about the church we ain't we ain't going to church i i don't want to go to church because uh our elder has put the church above us yeah yeah that, that, that that's that's backwards that, that that's backwards but i can see that this loving father who i said had this child out of wedlock hallelujah he was already married and had an affair and had this baby. I'm already in my text. I'm I'm going. I'm going there. I'm gonna hurry up and get there because I know y'all ready to get on with your day. Amen. And so he apologized. He he displayed repentance as a lifestyle. It's not. It's not. Uh, we don't really want to belabor how long it takes or takes us. We want to hurry up and get to the to the win. That that's what the lifestyle part means. That means that that means that uh, when I know I did something, and even if something is brought to my attention, I want to be quick with it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to be I want to be quick with it. I I I want to hurry up and uh, uh, get my heart right uh, before Lord. I want to I want to hurry up and make sure that uh, I don't leave no room. Uh, for the enemy. I don't, I don't want to leave no room for uh, what uh, the enemy might try to utilize and or uh, do um, uh, through me, around me, or the people that are connected to me. Okay. All right. We need Bible. Let's pack all of what I just said and let's see if I can find it here that the Holy Spirit guide and lead us uh, um uh in the word of god amen amen you ready you ready okay psalms 51 psalms 51 psalms 51 don't want to assume that everybody has heard this and know this but those of you that have amen let, let, let's go there i want to read and, and it's <clears throat> i need you to go read the complete psalm i will i will give as much as I need to, I believe, to to, to give context, uh, uh, because this psalm was birthed out of uh, a very painful situation, a, a very painful situation. This 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 psalm uh, is 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 a psalm of uh, King David. 
and, and I'm sure you'll connect the dots. You'll you'll heard it here uh, pretty quick. Um, I'm going to read out of uh, the amplified <clears throat> version this morning. Reading Psalms 51. When you have it, I want you to read it in its entirety. I want you to take your time and sit. Uh, I want to uh, open up with, let's just, just go with verse one. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to the multitude of your tender mercy and loving kindness. Blot out my transgressions. Here it is. Wash me thoroughly and repeatedly, hallelujah, uh, for my iniquity. Oh, that's what we talked about, our remorse, our guilt, hallelujah. Uh, and cleanse me and make me wholly pure from my sin. And cleanse me. Don't you understand? We need to be washed. Hallelujah. We need to be washed. We can only be washed with the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. For I am conscious, uh-oh, I am aware of my transgressions and I acknowledge them. Here it is. He says, I know what I've done wrong. My sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done that which is evil in your sight, and you are justified in your sentence and faultlessness in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in a state of iniquity. My mother was sinful who conceived me, and I too am sinful. Behold, you desire truth. In the inner being, make me therefore to know wisdom in my inmost heart. Purify me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall in reality be whiter than snow. Make me, listen to these powerful uh, declarations that uh, the King David is writing. Make me to hear joy and gladness and be satisfied. Let the bones which you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sin and blot out my guilt and iniquities. Created me. Here it is. This is what we always talk about. We hear this uh, scripture uh, in church, but I don't know if we've ever put context to it. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, preserving spirit and steadfast spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted and return to you. Deliver me from the blood guiltless and death, O God, and the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness and your justice. O oh Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you delight not in sacrifice, or else would I give you. You find no pleasure in burnt offerings. Talking Old Testament here. My sacrifice, the sacrifice acceptable to God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, broken down with sorrow from sin, and humbly and thoroughly penitent. Such, O oh God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure design. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in the sacrifices and righteous justice 
and right the burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings, then the bullocks will be offered unto your altar, upon your altar. Where did this psalm come from? Does, does anybody does anybody know where this psalm has come from? This psalm uh goes back to a familiar story uh found in uh second samuel uh we have all heard the story about david and how david uh was out uh on the balcony and he saw a young beautiful lady outside bathing and as she was bathing, he gazed upon her and in his heart began uh, to burn a lustful desire. Uh, this woman, uh, her name was Bathsheba. Uh, this woman was already spoken for. She was already married. Matter of fact, more importantly, who she was married to, she was married to King David's general. <laughs> You can't tell me the Bible don't have the best soap operas out there. Uh, he was, she was married to the main person that protected him. His name was Uriah. His name was Uriah. He, he was a general. What, 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 what does it, how, now this is, this is a question for you. This is a question for me. I, I, I don't know. How can I have repentance <clears throat> as a lifestyle when it is something brewing in my heart that I so desire that I know is already wrong? <laughs> yeah. You mean to tell me that my God in his infinite love and mercy has enough love to forgive me for a plan, a matter of fact, let me just stop it right there, a premeditated assassination. What do you mean premeditated? I saw something that I, that I wanted. I saw something that was not mine. I said, I'm going to have it. I devised a plan and a scheme to get it. And in doing it, I've killed my right-hand man. Wow. Wow. And so and so uh here here it is in the text. Let, 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 let's let's I'm just giving you 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 know the short version of it. I I, I want to make sure we, everybody is is right where we need to be. I pray you're not going to sleep on me. Uh uh but if you are wake up. Come on. I'm almost done. I'm almost, I'm almost there. Let's let's get there. Huh? Let, let let let's work. Um Here it is, Second Samuel, 12th chapter, verse 4. Uh, now a traveler came to a rich man to uh, avoid taking one of his own flock or, or herd to prepare for the wayfaring man who had come to him. He took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for uh, his guests. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, uh, as the Lord lives, the man who has done this is, is son of a worthy death. 
he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and had no pity. Then Nathan, here it is, said to David, boom, here, you are the man. Uh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king of Israel and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul. And I gave you your master's house. I gave you your master's wives into your bosoms and gave you the house of Israel, of Judah. And if that had been too little, this is the Lord talking, if it had been too little, I would have added that much again for you to do what you did. If you needed more, all you had to ask. Oh, wow. Let me stop right there. If there is something else that you need, in addition to what the Lord has blessed you with, don't come up with no scheme to do it. Go right back to the source. Go right back to the Lord. Uh, why have you despised the commandments of the Lord, doing evil in his sight? You have slain Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife. You have murdered him uh, with the sword of the Amorites. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house. Uh-oh. For for everything that we begin to do uh, that is going to be malicious or have some negative outcome, then that yet we shall also reap. Uh, and, and, and we'll see that, that David uh, reaped some serious stuff because of his sin. Because you have not only despised my command, but you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus saith the Lord, behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the God wasn't playing. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. Let me stop right there. You pick up the rest because that scripture right there, uh, 2 Samuel 12, 13, coins marries with Psalm 51. God has, he says, and David said, David's confession to Nathan, Nathan the prophet, has sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has put away your sin. Y'all, I'm sure y'all don't know when to shout. Maybe y'all shouting right now. Maybe y'all running around the room because you're reflecting back on when you had done something that was just so, so wrong, where you had done something where you were so sad and, and sorrowful and remorseful. And then the Lord has said that, that the Lord uh, has put away your sin. He has forgiven it. You shall not die. Hallelujah. But how many know that there's going to be some consequences to our sin? Uh, so David coins this song, create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Uh, the, 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 the reason why God uh, calls uh, David a man after his own heart is because he was quick to repent. Are you quick to repent when somebody points out a wrong? Or, or, or do you gotta deflect, or do you gotta uh, say no? Do you, do you? Does does pride get in the way? Does does jealousy 
get in the way? Uh, does anger even rise up when, when you get called out and you know you're wrong and the first thing you do is get mad? That's already a sign and admission of your guilt. Uh, uh, what would happen to, what are your actions when, when somebody points out your fault? Uh, do you shut down? Uh-oh, here we go, man. Do you shut down and do you go to your corner or go out to the garage or take a ride or say, I'll be back? Uh, do you do you sit in the car and do you do you uh, uh, withhold or retract your love, your affection, your communication uh, from your loved one or from your children? Do do you begin to uh, push uh, your anger and your frustration in your tone, in your authority, in your command? Talk God in your command toward uh, uh, your children who who are the innocent bystanders of some something that you have done that your wife has pointed out to you or your husband has pointed out to you or your best friend or your coworker or your labor has pointed out to you. What is, what is, what is your actions? We got to learn like David. We got to be quick to repent. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart because you know unrepentant in, 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 in our sin is because we got a heart problem. We, 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 we got a heart problem. Uh, the Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Who 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 could know it? it, it it's some stuff that that that's in your heart that you don't even know because the right buttons ain't been pushed yet. Uh, that that what you wouldn't do. I, I I know some of you mothers that's on the phone. You aunts, you grandmas. Uh, let 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 somebody mess with your kids or your grandkids or your niece or your nephew. Uh, you gonna be up at that school. You gonna you gonna be down there talking to that teacher. You gonna be around there talking to them kids or anybody on the street. Please don't come over here messing with me and mine. Because in that heart, uh, uh, David said it. I was my, my mama was born in sin. Because she was born in it, I was. I, I'm born in it. I'm, I'm subject to it. Once we understand that we are in a sinful nature, in a sinful state, uh, that that our outward, hallelujah, our outward expression, the first thing it wants to do is attack. And thus, that's why we need our relationship with God. That's why we need uh, the Holy Spirit inside of us to contain us, to sustain us. Hallelujah, and maintain us, hallelujah, because our initial flesh wants to wants to get at them. But no, we, we've got to be reminded that it's with love and peace have I drawn uh drawn nigh un, un, unto them. And so uh, David screams out uh to to uh the Lord created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Understand uh, that 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 word renew is uh, suggest. How can I can I use a synonym? Is maybe a a, a a lifestyle that that word renew means doing something over and over and over and over again. How many times are you to forgive your brother? 70 times seven. How many times are you to to forgive somebody until is second nature? We should be, we should, we should, it does not mean we walk up around here where we're perfect and we, we're not going to fall short and we're not going to have no mistake or no shortcoming. No, absolutely not. But if we do and we get called upon it, we just, oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I, I, 
I didn't mean to offend you. Please forgive me. I didn't mean to say that that way. Please forgive me. I didn't mean to do that. Amen. Be, be, be quick. Be quick to repent. And so uh, there's a, a few uh, uh, a point uh characters in in this in this stare in this narrative in second samuel understand that uh, nathan uh, was a prophet of god nathan was a prophet of god nathan uh was uh the spokesman for god david understand that david was a man of in, of authority at this point in time david was yet the king uh, look at the dialogue between prophet nathan and king david uh, look at the the dialogue and how the lord begins to speak to God's man. Look, look, look at the conversation and the interaction and the parable of a story of a rich man who had a little dove, a little, uh, a little uh, dove that, that he uh, had and he ended up wanting to take somebody else's because he already had what he needed, but he was just taking somebody else. And immediately it pricked the heart of King David because King David was like, man, shoot, ain't nobody should be taking something from somebody when they already got it. They should be put to death. And here it is. God then turns to switch and says, thou art the man. What are you saying? What I'm saying is that David gazed upon something that was not his and he wanted to have it for himself when he already had a multitude of wives. It's right there in the text. I already read it. He already said that. I already gave you all the wives. I already gave you the territory. I already gave it. He said, if I wouldn't have had that, I, if, if that wasn't enough, I'd have gave you some more if you would have just asked. How many of us could have gotten some stuff if we would have went back to the right person, the right source, and asked, God, I need some more. Yeah, yeah. God, I need a little more love. God, I need a little more peace. God, I need a little more joy. God, I need a little more patience. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. If we would have gone back to the source. And so as David uh, in his authority, now understand that King David could have had the prophet killed. David could have had the prophet killed. Why do you say that? Because David was yet the king. David didn't have to receive what the man said. If David had enough malice in his heart to kill his general <laughs> to get his wife, why would you think he would kill a man of God? Yeah. So, so I, this is, this is something that uh, I don't know about you, uh, in, in my, in my travels and serving uh, the body of Christ as uh, an armor bearer and an adjutant to some great men and some great women of God that, that, that God here has shown me a recipe for how to deal with those that are in leadership, those that are in position, those that, uh, uh, have authority and power. And it's how we deliver the message. It's how we talk to the man or woman of God. Understand that Prophet Nathan would humbly and pointed out a story. It grasped his heart and it convicted him. And, and, and it convicted him. And so now he was able to point out that you are the one that has done this crime. Instantly, instantly, let's get to repentance. Instantly, instantly, what, what, what happens here? What happens here? David now, later on in the story, uh, has now this man's wife. He ends up laying with this woman. She conceives. 
he bears a child and the Lord being true to his word tells King David that this child is going to die. Flat out, this child, this child is going to die. Uh, there is uh, nothing you can do. There's, there's nothing you can change what's going to happen. And so uh, David, uh, scriptures say that he went into a room and fell on the floor and he began to fast for seven days. For seven days and plead with God to have mercy upon his son. And so uh, the story continues on where David, uh, his people, because his countenance was so different, he was literally studying and locked away, didn't want to talk to nobody, didn't want to do nothing with him, didn't eat, and um, he was pleading with God. I believe that he was also conflicted. Have you ever been in a situation where you're pleading with God to have mercy, but then in the next sense, you're also uh, disgusted and frustrated at yourself for your action? Yeah, yeah. Lifestyle, uh, the lifestyle of repentance uh, is uh, maybe not so necessarily pretty. It, it, it is not. It is not glorious. It, it, it is not beautiful. And so David here lays for seven days. He perceives in his spirit that the sun has passed because he's discerning his servants around him. And he says, the child is passed. And he says, yes. And so David then gets up. He washes himself. He cleans himself. He's now free, uh, if you will, from that situation. Then he goes to sit at the table and he begins to eat. And the people are amazed because he had not eaten. And now he's back eating. Um, David uh, then... Um, gets ready to just uh, go on. Scripture says in 2 Samuel 12, verse 20, then David arose from the floor, washed, anointed himself, changed his apparel, went into the house of the Lord, and worshiped. Repentance as a lifestyle, um, the process can can be not so beautiful, but the instruction here is pick yourself up, clean yourself, wash your mind, wash your heart, wash your spirit, anoint yourself, and go back and entreat God with a heartfelt of worship. That's what true repentance looks like. That's what repentance as a lifestyle looks like. Everybody's uh, deliverance is not going to be easy peasy. I, I don't know whoever thought that this was just going to be a just glorious walk, just a glorious situation. No. Um, 
Yeah. Sometimes you're going to have some conviction that's going to be go beyond. Um, we don't know that if David still had issues with this. Unlike some of us, I'm sure, there are some things where we've asked God to forgive us, and God has, but we have a hard time forgiving ourselves. I'm going to end with that because God has forgiven you, but now you need to forgive yourself. You need to wash yourself. You need to anoint yourself. You need to change your whole mindset, changing that apparel, meaning dress. Clothe your mind, clothe your heart. And God then entreat him with worship. I pray this blesses you. I pray this helps you uh, this morning. Um, I went, hopefully didn't go you know, too long and you didn't fall asleep or you didn't hang up. Uh, but I'll transition this um, to our next portion. There might be someone who has joined a little later and didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Um, we allow this space and this time for you to say good morning. Then we're going to transition to love, life, and victory. Good morning, this is wonderful Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Uh, it was real clear to the point and I, I really needed to hear it. So thank you. Amen. Good morning, this is Juanita. I definitely, um, this was a great um, share this morning, so I wanna thank you as well. Amen. Bless you. There Good morning. Everybody. This is uh, Mia. Your voice is so soothing. Thank you so much for that declaration. Amen. Bless you. There anyone? Good morning. This is Joyful. Thank you for the declaration. Amen. Good morning. This is Dedicated Denise. That was a really great declaration. I learned a lot. Thank you so much. Bless you. Morning, good morning, good morning. Brother, this is persistent. I just want to say it was a really good, clear, concise, um, just a really good feed, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Blessings, blessings. Good morning, Ms. Leomia. Thank you for pouring into us this morning. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Bless you, Leomia. Good morning, Ms. Jubilant. Bless you. Good morning. Good morning. That's Krishanda. Great declaration. God bless you. Bless you, Krishanda. Bless you. Good morning. This is Mary. Thank you for that uh, wonderful word. God bless you. Good morning. This is Jamie. 
Bless you, Mary. Good morning, Pastor G. Happy Friday, man, man, man. Thank you, thank you for taking us on that ride, helping us to understand and see some things and make it clear. Yeah, I appreciate your declaration today. This is Rochelle. Bless you, Rochelle. Amen. And everyone that has gotten to greet this morning. Amen. Moving towards love, life, and victory. Love, life, and victory. Anybody have any questions, comments, reflections, observations? Hey, cousin. Good morning. Uh Hey, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. This is is sister. You can go ahead because you're a cousin by her sister. I'll go after you. You know what, Didi? I was gonna go first anyway. Um, I was gonna, I was just gonna tell you I'm going first. You can wait, but it's cool. You know, I'm glad you recognize, <laughs> cousin. That was a good morning to you. Um, I want to thank you for how you um, brought the scriptures down to us this morning, Psalm 51. You know, we've, we've, I've heard it many, many times, and it was, um, it was beautiful to hear how you unpacked it. Um, I living a lifestyle of repentance. Wow. Yeah, that part. Um, and the way you explained, um, how David hit the, his right hand man. I mean, I, I know that, but like, man, the way when you put it that way, his right hand man, and it, you reminded me of what the Lord told him. You could have, if you didn't have enough, all you had to do was ask. Why would you be that greedy? Come on, man. Talk about the, the uh, uh, idle mind is the devil's workshop. Well, we can't even blame that on the devil. That was completely self and him lusting yeah. after her. But e- even the part about him, um, David is one of my favorite characters in the Bible um, because I love the way that he worships. And I shouldn't do this, but I, I often compare his style of worship and the way that he worships and how 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 uninhibited it was to some of the the leadership that I've seen when I go to some of these religious <laughs> meetings. I think that's probably why I don't really like them anymore. Um, uh, just, but I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the way that you taught us this morning. Um, it was it was very deep. It was very broad. Um, and it was very effective. So thank you for sharing with us, cousin. Love you. Amen. Love you. Praise God. Now that cousin done, bro, this is just thirty. <laughs> Thank you for okay, Dee Dee. Okay, I'm gonna okay, have to I'll, mute I'll, you in just a few minutes. <laughs> All right, but be I, nice. I, I, okay, I'm being nice. But I thank Pastor G for how he unpacked it, and it just reminded me. Um, you know, I'm a Pastor Nuts child at Revival Center since '96, and we've had some amazing classes. And I don't know if it was a spiritual authority or biblical counseling, but when you talked about, oh, let me slow down. I'm walking. When the pastor um, brought his daughter in front of the congregation and how she was, you know, conceived out of wedlock and how he apologized to her, that apology, see, we we kind of skimp over apology. So I'm glad you talked about that word if, because when people come at me with an if in an apology or a you still tripping or even that sorry not sorry. 
those three things, I, I've already threw them away. I don't even receive them. I'm being honest because that's not how you apologize. Save it for David. And I do love David too. But um, it just reminds me, two men in my life, my ex-husband and my dad, those two men, their apologies changed my entire life and my entire heart. And I think we forget that they're human too. So I'll use my ex-husband real quick. He apologized to me for a horrible husband because he didn't know because he had no examples and also for being a bad father. He didn't know. But to this day right now in 2024, he's one of my best friends because he had a heart of repentance. He didn't know what he was doing. And for my daddy, my daddy apologized because he didn't know how to be a dad. He didn't owe me an apology for his, his husband stuff. That wasn't between me. But I'm grateful because I understood then. You know, does that make sense? So it's also helped me in the marriage I'm in now, 12 years strong. And it's so when you have a repentant heart, you know that we're going to fall short. My God, Pastor G, it's nothing like it. So I'm so grateful. And I know that daughter of that pastor, it changed her whole life. Oh, my God, I'm in tears. So I thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, Pastor G, I'm going to jump right on there behind sister and cousin, this other cousin. But I just want to <laughs> just want to go down this little list I have. When you first started off, you, you, you can feel it when you're remorseful. And if you don't feel that there's something wrong when you lie, commit sin, or do something to somebody, it, you, you better take note. There's a problem. You better seek God on that. And the repentance is a process. Then you talked about that if. When you go to somebody and say, if I have done something, part of me is talking about the no accountability, and it's actually no sincerity. You you talked about that, and that was good. And then when you talked about the Psalm 51, oh, my God, when we talked about that on Tuesday, and, and when you got down to the part where it says, take not your spirit from me, oh, my mm. God. Mm. See, that part right there will get you mm. together. Oh my God! If 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 you don't have, if you didn't feel it at creating me, so hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Dee Dee. Um, if if you don't feel it at create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit, if you don't get it right at your attitude, imagine mm. what you feel like if he take your spirit away, his spirit away from you. Right. I don't, I, don't, right. I don't know about nobody else, but I'll be one. That's one and done. You might as well just right. go just kill me off. And then this last right. thing, when you talked about Nathan, can you imagine how Nathan felt when he had to go deliver the news that he hmm. overheard them did the fool? Not right. only did you do did the fool, but you the king. <laughs> so you feel like you, because of because you have the um, everything that you have. You can do what you want to do. That's these peerless times we live in. We talked about that. These, this right. is the the heart of offense that we're going through right now. That everybody thinks that they what they're doing is right, and how they right. feel is right. Man, the, the Bible. Right. You talk about a soap opera. Man, this is true, true, and all. Thank you, man of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for opening it up again. We need to hear it over and over again. Y'all, playback, playback, playback. Listen back, playback. Thank you, sir. Amen. Good morning. You bro- uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I just wanted to, to don't, don't lose your thought, but th- that was the main caveat, and that was the right time 
for me to drop it because that's what I really didn't place emphasis on because it's not normally it's not coined on why was David so quick to repent? Why was David so quick for his his um, wrongdoings? It's his desire for God's spirit to live in him. And I believe that if we as individual believers had this at our forefront, had this at our mind, that we might as well be like the walking dead. We might as well be like the zombies walking around here because that's what that's what people without God's spirit look like. They they they're destructive. They 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 want to take everything else. If you if I don't know why this little zombie illustration has came to me, but I, I'm a movie buff. Y'all pray for me, y'all church. Oh, but anyway, uh, there's this. You know, if you've seen The Walking Dead, or if you've seen uh, any type of movie that has some sort of zombie, they're fighting to get them to look just like them. They're they're trying to infect them to be dead. The Walking Dead, and so. Oh, that's it right there. If we don't have God's spirit, we are like the walking dead. We're numb. We're, we're, that's why we got so many men and women locked up in prison because they had no presence of God's spirit. None. And, and I'm sure there are probably some that said it, but somehow, some kind of way, they got tricked. David got tricked by his authority and by the lust of his eye. That's what got him there. What is it? The lust of the eye, the pride of life. That's what takes us away from God. We wouldn't have all of this competitive fighting amongst the pulpit. It's so sickening. It's so sickening and so hard. Somebody said it. If we wasn't sitting here trying to say what was right and, and this is happening and this is happening and this is the way it should go, but if we focus on God's spirit being so ever present, being so uh, ever, ever radiating. I want, and my desire for every believer on the phone is when you walk into a place that you just change the atmosphere, not by your word, but by your presence and by his spirit. They feel it's cold in this room. You walk in, it just warms up. It's sadness in this room. You walk in, there's peace and happiness. Somebody needs that, and we as believers, we need that. So David's urgency is he didn't want to, okay, I done did the fool. I'm out here. He, he, he did have a little litany of, you know, well, I did want to cast blame on my mama. She, she was in sin, so I came out of her womb, so I, I, I'm blaming it on, on, on the sin. Uh, but still, nevertheless, we'll get this right because I don't want to lose your spirit. And after that, he says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Put me back where I need to be. Amen. That's all. Who else? I'm sorry. Amen. Good morning. This is Sister Sabrina. I just wanted to say thank you, Pastor G. Uh, and I really appreciate you feeding my spirit this morning and everybody that shared before me. Uh, it's just a privilege. Amen, because I'm learning something new. Every day I tap it, I want to declare Amen. victory, and I'm just so grateful. God Amen. bless everybody, and have a blessed weekend. Amen.
God bless you. There anyone else? Anyone else want to share? Good morning, Pastor G. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. I just want to get some clarification. I might have misheard um something in terms of David. Did I hear you say that um he was quick to repent in this particular situation? He so let me understand what you're going to ask. Process, okay. process, walk with me. So, what you're saying. So me what I'm going to ask. Because David was, you know, taken by Bathsheba, right? He lusted uh-huh. after the man's woman. He, he uh-huh. killed the woman. He killed the husband. He had a child mm-hmm. by, you know, so he wasn't, in, in, in my um, estimation, he was not um, repentful. Um, until like the end, right? So I thought I heard you saying I could be wrong, and he was quick to repent. But my understanding that his repentance was like a process after he had came to the end of him, the end of himself, he became repentant. Right, right. And so, and so, it, it it it's a yes and a no. And the reason why I say it like that is because you are absolutely right you pointed out all of his wrongdoings. Now, all of his wrongdoings was before the man of God came and spoke to him. So yeah, he done, he done plotted this. I saw this woman. I want this woman. I done conceived in my heart that I'm going to have this woman. I'm going to kill her husband together. And then once I do that, I'm going to hide the body. Then I'm going to lay with her. And then we're going to have a child. And so understand, God will let you get so far out there. And then he'll send a word and be like, uh, Prophet Nathan came to him and said, Gave him that story, and he pointed out that thou art the man. And what did it say? What did it say? Let me see. I didn't, I didn't shut my stuff down. Um, let me see if I can pull it back up. Uh, somebody yeah, needs to Take your phone off speaker. All right. Yeah. So, uh, that was Second Samuel 12, uh, verse 13. And David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David that the Lord has put away your sin. You shall not die. So once he identified by God that you were the, you were the man, that's when he was quick. Are we good? Yeah, I don't think that's me. Okay. Okay. All right. So so once once the man of God came and pointed out to David his wrong, that's when they say, or we say he was quick to to repent. He did not, scripture does not say he went on with dialogue uh with the man of God. 
they said right soon as then once he has sinned, um, verse 14 says, nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord and have, have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord and blasphemy, the child that was born, you shall surely die. Then Nathan departed to his house and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's widow bore to David. And he was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted and went and lay all night repeatedly on the floor. So this is David's form of repentance. Now, David, as soon as he got the word, he I believe his his agenda to save the child, that God was gonna be gracious to save the child because he was repentant, that wasn't the promise. They, the Lord already said, no, I'm taking this child because this seed right here uh, was created out of some serious malice. And for that, there's consequences to your sin. So that's where we get now. We say that he was quick to repent in that essence because before then, his actions, absolutely, he continued. But once he heard from God, then he was quick to repent. Amen. Amen. Was there anyone else that wanted to Good morning. Can you hear me? Good, good morning. Who's this? This is Juanita. Um, I wanted to say just about that, about being quick to repentance. Once he knew, you know, once he right. understood that, that was him that did right. these things that was wrong. And so as you were pointing out or doing this declaration, it brought out some things that I had to be quickly to repent of. Uh, because it, I recognize some things that in me, when you say, God, you, you know, you think about all these different sources. When you needed something, God said he would have gave you more if you asked. So we have to go to the right source and not think of some somewhere else to get things that we need or things that we think we need. You know, so I just thank you for pointing that out. I just thank you for how you um, explained this. Um, Psalm 51 and, you know, David's situations and you know, Samuel. I just, I, I, I um, like your declaration this morning. So thank you very much. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else like to share, comment, question? This is Melandra again. So um, speaking from a personal um, standpoint, when we talk about a lifestyle of repentance, in, in terms of David, David is one of my favorite persons in the Bible, too. Um, it amazes me how um, God blessed him, nevertheless, of all his shortcomings and, and all the things that he did, his 
God's patience and love um, and grace in, in David's life. Um, I see that all over the story of David. Um, however, it, it seems like, like for many of us, you know, from the very time that David was on um, the balcony or wherever he was peering at Bathsheba, Bathsheba, that, you know, the word says you shall not covet, right? However, we do covet, right? So he had started his spiral um, or walked away or was starting from his walk, starting his descent, if you will, um, then. And everything he did up until Nathan was um, was not a lifestyle that was becoming a reflective of, of God, right? And I think a lot of us do that, either knowingly or unknowingly. I can't speak to whether David, you know, was just so overtaken with her beauty that he didn't know he was coveting or plotting, you know, but uh, it would seem to me that if, if, if I've been walking with God all my life, right, I should have a pretty good understanding of what pleases him and what is not of him, right? And so I guess my point is, like, for myself, you know, I, I, I have a pretty good idea of what God desires of me, right? And the minute that I do something, think something, say something um, that is outside of his will, the Holy Spirit convicts me. If I continue to walk down that path, you know, his grace and mercy can, you know, hold back or withheld, withhold whatever, you know, God's, uh, uh, I'm going to say vengeance, but his consequences, because that's how good God is, right? But I believe all of us have a meter, if you will, that tells us the very first time we're doing or thinking something that we need to repent from. So, again, I think this was a very good uh, uh, declaration this morning. And, and also, but I also think that, you know, David knew that he was out of bounds, but he was just going on his own will, like a lot of us do until we come to the point where we can't move forward anymore with our plans because God says, hey, 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 (laughs) you're going to have some consequences to this, right? And all this time, between the time, you know, I was peering at Bathsheba all the way till I killed her husband, I'm giving you an opportunity to, you know, turn yourself around, but you you on full force, so I'm going to have to rein you in. And, and and that's what I get out of this story as well. That's all I got. Amen. Amen. This is Joyful. Amen. I want to comment. Um, thank you for the declaration. And before Swanita shared, I was thinking to say that may we all find ourselves quick to repent and as the Lord leads us to speak to the people that may need to hear um, from God through us when they are in air. 
And um, so I'm glad to know that that he's moving because Holy Spirit absolutely can show us. First Corinthians 10, um, 13 and 14 or 12 and 13. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So while um, we are all tempted, but it is our personal responsibility to know, yes, not out of fear for the consequence, but because we love him, because the word we know tells us, if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. So out of love, not out of fear, but out of reverence for our holy God, that I would choose to take the way of escape. But we are all, we, t- temptations present themselves to all of us. So David in that moment absolutely had a choice. He had multiple choices that he did not take. So we should examine ourselves. Um, we thank God for this example. Uh, and, and even greater than that, as you continue to highlight or in sharing, David repented quickly. And this is the same man that God says is a man after his own heart. So. Um, May he create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Thank you again for the declaration and let's be quick to repent. And if God is allowing us to be his mouthpiece to share with someone that their repentance that they have not seen, that we would be able to minister to them so that they could turn. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, George. Is there anybody else that would like to share Love, Life, and Victory? Hey, Pastor G, one more time. I just want to just kind of piggyback on Yolanda. A lot of times that we, you know, we talked about how, you know, King David, um, you know, just thought that he was, and we we see it all the time that they think that they was, you know, he could not be touched because he had the authority and, you know, he can do what he want to do. A lot of times, even now in life, we think that we have, there's, certain boundaries that we don't, we can cross because of who we are, because of the position that we have. Um, And that is not so. That's why we talked about the whole month of not just repent. Repent is knowing what that thing is and saying it, but the repentance is staying in that process, as you talked about, constantly dying to um, ourselves daily and making sure that we are um, being uh, what, you know, being the sacrifice, just like Christ was. Um, and, and we just have to remember that sometimes, even though we don't see the offense, I remember my sister will always pray for omission and co commissions and omissions. I was just like, why do you keep saying that? But when I looked at it, it's, it's, it's the things that we know and the things that we don't know um, that we verbally put out there and make sure whether we realize that we're doing it or not. But that's, that's the part right there that we have to stay accountable unto God and make sure that we're not offending anybody. God is relational and everything that he does, um, he makes the connection. So if we offend our brother or sister, love thy neighbor, don't put any other gods before him. So that's the part right there. We just have to stay mindful that even though our carnal minds might tell us that we are um, one thing or we think that this is okay, but we have to seek him in everything. The Holy Spirit is so dope and he is so essential and well so needed in everything, in everything that we do. So thank you again. Amen. Amen. I pray that this this is is 
also too, I mean, there's so many uh, different facets we could look at from this um, and just even in what's going on in our world today uh, as leaders potentially getting exposed, um, if you will, um, and could it been a point in time that David was in his prime, he's the king, he's out, he's, I can have whatever I want to have, and uh, no, uh, you are in authority, but you are under authority, and we should be submitted to the authority of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we have to be very careful when we find ministries and leaders or even people uh, that their arrogance and their pride is so, uh, uh, it's basically a stench into your nostrils as well as God's nostrils. Because I believe uh, God will expose in its time. Amen. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Love, life, and victory. Anyone else? Hello. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Moxie. Oh, that was just an amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for your declaration. And I keep on thinking about when you um, spoke about the, because I saw it too, when the man displayed and he, um, the preacher had got up and had his three daughters standing there. And um, just played his, you know, just told the congregation, but most of all to her, asking for her, you know, forgiveness and repenting for, you know, um, having an affair on his wife. And when I was watching that, it, it just literally tears was pouring down my face because my heart just, I just, it was just like, wow, you know, such a display of love and accountability, you know, and just, it was just so beautiful. So when I thought about that, even, you know, as far as just, you know, allowing people to see that, I just was like, look at God, you know, how he reaches, you know, the hearts of people, even even in that way. Because I know that for sure, whoever probably had watched that or a man or whatnot that probably had watched that or a woman that realized we have hurt our children. Things that we got to repent for, look them in the face and ask them to forgive us and really repent for those things. We, you know, like, to look at the David situation. You, you know, he probably was, you know, he, he was a king and he thought he could get away with those things. But what about with, you know, speaking to myself, you give myself, what is about those things you did that you think you got away with? They, they, they saw those things. They remember those things. Or if they don't, it's still impacting in some way. So are still impacting me and my bones or whatnot. You get what I mean? So I had saw it in such a way like repent for those things, you know, even to your children, for the lifestyle that you have lived, you know, not knowing better. You know what I'm saying? Thinking you, you know, just going for what, um, you know, not how David says from his mom, you know, I see, you know, my mother, you know, I, I get it from my mama, whatever. You get what I mean? So, you know, letting all that go, no excuses, being accountable and um, taking those steps to just be, for me, it, it definitely has freed me more. But now it's even more I see that was just surface stuff, you know, um, let's go deeper, you know, I, I, and allow, 
you know, yourself to really get free, you know, because God is exposing things, especially in me, and I'm so grateful. I'm, you know, I shall not be ashamed. So I'm just going to say thank you for your declaration. And I love how that that um, man um, displayed his his um, repentance to his to his daughter and to his other um, children, his other daughters. Man, is there another? Is there another? Is there anyone else? There is not. Amen. We will get ready to conclude. I just hear this is persistent. I'm so sorry. This is pers- I just keep hearing the Lord saying, um, in our repentance, we're just trading our ashes for his incredible beauty. And that's what I keep hearing him saying to me in my spirit. I just wanted to share that. That's all. God bless you again for your um yeah, God bless you again for your uh, your um your share. Really good. Amen. Thank you for your obedience. Um, this story, we 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 kind of just found to be at a main thrust or point that was there. Um, but the broader picture to even get more depth, a lot of people say, oh, David is my favorite character. David is my favorite character because he prayed, because he was a worshiper, because... He didn't he done fought lies. He didn't kill Goliath. But y'all didn't know he uh, plotted and, and committed murder and and killed his general's wife, uh, husband, killed the, the husband to get to his wife. So it's not that he still is not a man after God's own heart, but it just goes back to the scriptures that the heart is desperate he went. And who can know it? I'm sure we've been exposed to things that people have done toward us to, to really tear us apart. So if you read the chapter right before Second Samuel 12, go to 11 you'll even see the whole plot being carried out <laughs> and how David made all of this come to pass. Um, and the last scripture in Second Samuel 11, verse 26, 27, the last phrase says, but the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. I want to leave you with that. The things that you have done uh, without repentance displeases the Lord. So if there are some things that you have done, let's be quick 
to repent as soon as it's brought to our knowledge. Amen. As soon as it's brought to our knowledge. If that is all, I declare and decree that this day be unlike any other. I thank you for every soul and vessel that was on the call to receive as well as share and impart today. Something was said that transformed your life for the better. Let you be able to take this and share it with somebody else. So if all hearts and minds are clear, going to get ready to end the call. There's anybody else that needs to share or say anything. I'll give you a quick few seconds to say something. I'll pray. I'm just asking for prayer for my girlfriend. Her name is Michelle Ash. He has colon cancer. Um, just pray that God will heal her. Amen. Michelle Ash is her name. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Any other prayer requests? Yes, I need prayer. Just assist Lisa with the situation. Thank you for your decoration. I'm going through this right now. I was like, I need to be cleansed. My heart, uh, just pray for me that God will uh, move away and let him do the work and not be angry in this situation with my older grandpa. Frustrating, and I'm like, uh, repent again. I'm hurting. So, this situation. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. This is Wonderful Wanda. Um, again, thank you for the declaration and I need prayer on my job. I'm under attack. I've been under attack for the last three weeks. Um, I've repented over and over, even though things have been done to me. And I'm just asking for prayer this morning because I have a meeting with management. Um, And I need God to take over the meeting. I need him to uh, test my mouth direct my words and soften my heart because I'm angry. Um, And I've been praying. I don't know what else to do but to pray. Um, And it's, it's, I have no peace um, at work or at home. I'm I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating. Um, it's, It's really, really bad. And I know who to call on and I know what to do. And I'm doing that. And so I have to let it take this process. But I'm just asking for prayer this morning because I have a meeting um, as soon as I get to work. And again, thank you for the declaration. It was very um, heartfelt and enlightening. So thank you. Good morning, Pastor D. This is Pastor Walker. I need prayer in regards to financial matters over the ministry and provision, as well as making decisions. God's wisdom. 
Beautiful, Good morning, Pastor Jesus. Powerful declaration. Oh, I apologize. I thought she was done. I was trying to get a quick Amen. prayer request in. Amen. This Sister Sabrina again. Um, can you please pray for my um, cousin uh, James McCoy? He had broken his legs. Just pray for healing that he heals. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So, God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for another day. We thank you for another opportunity to be above ground and not beneath God. We thank you for another day to be seen yet heard. Lord, we don't take it for granted that it was not uh, our might, it was not our power, it was not us, but it was by your spirit that you uh, decided to make this day a beautiful day. So, Lord, before we ask you for anything, before we bombard uh, the gates of heaven with needs and wants and desires, we ask you, Lord, to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us. We ask you to forgive us right now of, uh, of uh, having a heart of malice, having a heart of pride, having a heart of anger, having a wrong spirit. And so we ask you, God, to touch us and increase love, increase peace, increase joy, increase your spirit in our hearts right now. Give it to us where our heart is so overwhelmed with joy and gladness, where we can smile and laugh and praise and cry in the midst of adversity while your people are under attack. We declare and decree, God, that there is nothing too hard for you, that there is nothing too small, and there is nothing too big. You told us, O oh Lord, as we look to the hills, Oh, God, and look to the hills for which cometh our help, because our help cometh from you. Lord, you told us in your word that if we speak to the mountain, and the mountain shall be removed and thrown into the depths of the sea. You told us in your word, O oh Lord, and so we stand on your word today, we declare healing to the ones that are afflicted with cancer. We declare healing to the ones that have broken bones and even a broken spirit. We declare deliverance today by the power of your might and spirit. We declare deliverance from anger. And we know that that anger is from the enemy right now. So I pray for my sister who has the meeting that anger will be under her feet. Anger will be behind her and understand that she will not have the victory until she begins to give joy and praise in the midst of adversity. Help her redirect her eyes on you and not the situation that is surrounding her. Help her to put her eyes and heart and mind on the goodness of you that you have already ordained and orchestrated this day in the heavens, O oh Lord. And God, whatever the assignment is, 
Let your will be done, oh God, today. We thank you for ordering our steps right now, for the pastor needing financial resources right now. God, you are the source. You are the only one that we want to be connected to and receive from, God. So God, if you said, God, you have called this woman of God to leave your work and do your work, then God, it is your responsibility, hallelujah, to supply every need according to your riches and glory. God, give her the wisdom right now, God, to speak words that will inspire that will cause change, that will cause healing, that will cause deliverance, that will cause alignment right now in the name of Jesus. I see somebody right now coming away from the flock, not a part of the flock, but that is going to sow seed into your ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see that the Lord is saying there are connections outside. Hallelujah. Outside of the fold, because God is yet provided provision right now, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, to every believer that is traveling to work, that this day, soon as they cross the office, that on this day, soon as they hit the threshold, that on this day, soon as they hit the parking lot, that it is already anointed, for the ground that they tread on is holy, for they have taken that land, they have taken that territory for your glory. Let them be the only let them be the Prince of Peace. Let them be the place where all reason and holiness stand and declare. Let them from the higher ups, the ones that are in authority, come to them to get direction, to get insight, to get wisdom. Uh, let them be the vessel or the beacon that will bring peace and harmony uh, to the environment. Let them be the change agent right now in the name of Jesus. Be the change agent Oh, glory to God that sets the atmosphere. Let them be the one to allow them to lift the standard, oh God, today. Lift the standard, oh God, of how they do work. They do it with the spirit of excellence, no backbiting, no pulling each other down, but yet edifying and lifting each other up. Let them that are on jobs with unsaved folk, God, uh, come to them, oh, hallelujah, to receive words of correction, to see words of insight. Let them that are there around unsaved loved ones deliver in love and peace. Hallelujah. Not with any malice, not with any anger, not with any tone, but yet the love of you, oh God, is our prayer. So God, we pray for the ones that are struggling with cancer. God, we know God, that that time is so trying. We know, God, that there is questions, oh God, why me? Why them, oh God? But God, I ask you by the power of your Holy Spirit to arrest the room, to arrest the patient care team, to arrest the family, to let just a unusual measure of peace and comfort fall upon them right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we have no other place to turn. We have no other place 
place to look, but we look toward you, oh God. We look only toward you, God, because you're the only one that can do it. It's not Allah. It's not Buddha. It's not Confucius. It's not New Age theology. God, it is only you, Jesus, the living Christ. Jesus, our Savior. Jesus, our Redeemer. Jesus, our Healer. Jesus, our Deliverer. Jesus, our Waymaker. Jesus, we call on you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, we call your name to come quickly to each and every one situation, to come quickly, boldly, God. We declare we bombard heaven's gate, God. We need you to move, oh Lord. We need you to move suddenly. We need you to move urgently. We need you to move immediately. For your people are hungry, God. For your people are hurting, God. For your people are in need right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, there's nothing too hard for you, God. There is nothing, nothing too hard for you, Lord. There is nothing... Nothing too hard for you, Lord. We bless each and every one that is on this call today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For them to receive, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And everyone is saying thank you in their spirit and agreement that the Lord's will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' matchless and mighty name, all of God's people shouted amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Through the supernatural, Father, yes. we trust you on today. Yes, yes God. Yes. Hallelujah. In the broken hearted, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Holy, holy, thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we are grateful, Lord. We're grateful, Father. Hallelujah.
Be blessed, everybody. Have a blessed weekend.
Hello? Hello? Can't hear nobody. Uh, 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 uh. 